Welcome to the Mum Boss Podcast, hosted by me, Renee O'Neill. I'm your host, life and business coach for mums, and a mum of two myself. I'm here to help you be the present mum you're wanting to be, whilst also having a successful business, because you can have both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You have come to the right place if you're a mum who dreams of time and financial freedom and wants to be fulfilled in life alongside motherhood. This podcast is a place where you can come to be inspired and empowered whilst also getting tangible tips, advice and strategies to help you in your life and business. So let's dive in. So today's episode is all on reflecting on 2020 and what a year it has been, hey? No matter like where you live or who you are, I honestly feel like 2020 has impacted us all in some way, shape or form. And of course, for some, you know, there are definitely people that have absolutely been more affected than others. Um, But I think that's even more of a reason to actually look back and reflect on the year that's been, or almost been, I should say, and just see what good and positive we can find from the year. Because despite the hard times, there is always that silver lining, that positive spin, that, you know, something we've learnt or you know, there's there's a positive side to it regardless. So it's always good to sit back and and reflect and um, see what good has come from it. So I'm sure that we have all learnt things and began to appreciate things more than I honestly think any other year that we've had. And I also think that it's always so exciting to know that there's a new year upon us. Um, When it comes to that feeling of a new year, it does bring about feelings of like new opportunities or adventures and just something exciting waiting for us. So before we get stuck into, I guess, the excitement of 2021, Let's just take a moment to reflect on 2020. Although I know being the date, it's not quite over yet, um, but this is an episode that you'll be able to come back to, you know, at the end of December, should you choose. It's something you can do now. Um, And yeah, so now's probably a good time to hit pause, go and make yourself a cup of tea or coffee, should it be morning time, Um, or even pour yourself a glass of wine and grab out a journal and a pen. Or if you don't have a journal, simply grab some paper and a pen um, and we will get stuck in. So now that you have everything you need, let's get stuck in and dive into my top five year of reflection questions. So the first question to ask yourself is, what is the best thing that has come out of 2020 for you? So think about the absolute best thing that's happened to you from this year. Um, For me, mine would be that we sold our first home and brought our dream home. So 
the house that we've purchased, it still has a little bit of work to do here to make it our dream home that I sort of envisage in my mind when I think of my dream home, but it will become our dream home. And so that is definitely the best thing that's come out of 2020 for me and I guess my family. Um, But for you, just really think back over the year and it might not be something big or grand or, you know, super exciting, but just something that's happened this year that is your highlight of the year and sit down and sort of journal on that. So you might be in a place where at the moment it is hard to look at the positive sides of things. It might be, you know, things in your world might not be going quite to plan. You might have some things going on. So just start journaling out on that. And it might be that you grab your pen and paper and you start writing, I really can't think of anything that's been good this year. And just go from there. You'll find once you start writing, it'll just start flowing out. And I know that If you're not into journaling, it kind of sounds a bit like, yeah, sure, that just doesn't happen for me. But just give it some time and you'll see that you'll eventually get there. So the second question to ask yourself is, what challenges have you overcome? Now, this could be emotions or fears that you've faced. It could be simply getting through the hard times of lockdown and homeschooling. Um, Challenges can be so many different things. And um, I think just being able to recognize that there's been a hard time at some point through the year for you and that you've been able to get through that. So it might not be that you've necessarily overcome that, but you've been able to move past it and that's still a step in the right direction. So for me, one of my biggest challenges that um, I feel like I have overcome or at least come a very close enough way to overcoming is my health anxiety. So um, if you've listened to my podcast before, episode 14, I actually share some of my personal health struggles. And just to give you a bit of an idea, when I was 22, I was actually diagnosed with cervical cancer, which as you can imagine, was quite a scary and unknown time for me then. And I was obviously so young as well. Um, But fast forward some time, I also had high risk and difficulty um, with my pregnancies, which involved surgeries whilst pregnant. Um, We sadly um, lost a pregnancy as well. And then I had a hysterectomy that didn't quite go to plan. So the combination of all of these health things had in turn left me with like health anxiety. And so anything relating to health became something that I really, truly feared and worried about. So when the global pandemic hit the world, my anxiety hit really, really hard. Um, And it has taken a lot of time and a lot of work to get to the place I'm at now, of course, but by doing the work, you know, having an anxiety coach to help me along the way, I have, I mean, you can never say overcome because anxiety is something that unfortunately might rear its ugly head again in, in the future. But for me, 
and where I'm at and the fact that I also work part-time in a hospital setting means that I feel like I have done such an amazing job to get to where I am now and being able to deal with my anxiety and get myself to be able to leave the house and um, be in my hospital position um, that I work in and just live life again because for me when that global pandemic hit and hit where I live I struggled to even leave our house so um yeah so it's something that has obviously been a very big deal for me personally but it's also something I'm very proud of in the fact that I've been able to get myself to where I am now and be close to overcoming it and um dealing with that so that's definitely a challenge that I'm I guess, proud of as well, that I have been able to um, sort of deal with. So the third question is, what did you enjoy most? So I hope that you can ask yourself this question and have a few things that come to mind. Now, they don't have to be big things, but they can just be things that you have enjoyed. So to give an example, mine would be the fact that due to me already being on long service leave from my part-time hospital position, I actually then extended my leave due to the pandemic because as I've sort of just explained, when it hit my area in which I live in, my anxiety was quite bad. And so I just wasn't in a place to be able to go and work in a hospital. Um, My body physically wasn't allowing it to happen, to be honest. Um, So I prolonged my long service leave a little bit longer to try and help me get to a better place so I can actually return to work. Um, So it meant that I actually had four months off work. So being that the pandemic hit where I live, my children weren't going to school or daycare or anything. So I had all of that time home with my family full time, which I haven't had since I was on maternity leave when they were babies. So whilst it was obviously not great circumstances to why that's occurred, there is a positive spin to that. And that's that I really got to enjoy all of that dedicated time with them. And that is something that whilst it was a hard time, I actually did also really enjoy it because it. I felt so lucky that I got that opportunity to be with them and just really enjoy all the time with them. And, you know, all the things that we did whilst we were home, you know, that we played games and, you know, we just did all these things that sure we probably would have done on a weekend anyway, but it was just, I tried my absolute best to make it as fun as I possibly could um, for them, but also for me, so I could feel better about the whole situation as well. So that's something that I personally enjoyed most this year is just getting that opportunity to be home with them and being really grateful for it and just making the most of every bit of that opportunity that I had. So the fourth question is, what did you learn this year? Now, this could be something like you've learnt a new skill or a language or that you have become more appreciative of the small things, that you really value quality time with your family and friends now or that you're 
grateful that you have had stability through these challenging times. So what you've learned could be so many different things, um, but sitting down and just thinking about that and there, there is always something in every single year I think that we have learned. Um, and I think in particular the pandemic, which obviously has lasted the entirety of 2020, um, I think that in itself we have learned a lot from as well. So just spend some time reflecting on that and seeing all the things that you have learned this year. And lastly, number five, what are you most proud of? So this could be that you made it through your first year of motherhood or you achieved a goal that you've been wanting to achieve or you've at least taken the steps in the right direction towards achieving a goal or dream that you've been wanting to achieve. Um, it might be that you went back to work after maternity leave or you've left a job that was no longer serving you. There's so many different things that you could be proud of um, from the year. So just spend some time again, you know, reflecting on that question and working out something that you are really proud of yourself for during this year. So for me, the thing that I guess I'm most proud of for the year, and this is a personal just for me thing, I suppose you'd say, um, is starting my coaching business. Um, anyone who has had their own business can relate that it's not easy. It's really not easy. Um, it takes a lot of persistence and courage and especially during harder times. And I really love coaching and I love the power of what working with a coach can do for someone. And I'm just super grateful that I now get to do this as a job. But it's also something I'm really proud of because secretly I'd been wanting to do this for a couple of years and just was too scared, to be honest. Um, so the fact that I, you know, got my certificate and, you know, started the business and got to where I am now, I am very proud of that. So that would be mine. So they are my top five reflective questions to ask yourself at the end of every year, not just 2020. You can write these down and and do them every year. Um, and I hope that when you think back through the year, you can acknowledge how far you've actually come and you can celebrate the highlights because I'm sure that despite the hard year that you might have had, um, I'm sure that there are still some highlights that you can acknowledge and look back on and appreciate and um, be grateful for. So, be proud of yourself that, um, you know, you've got through this year and um, let's hope that 2021 is your best year yet. All right, I will talk to you in my next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more, you can go to reneeoneal.com. I'm so grateful for you being here and super glad you've taken the time out for yourself to tune into today's episode. 
If you loved the episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can catch the next one when it's released. Also, if you share this podcast to your Instagram stories and tag me at renee.oneal, I will be sure to send you a little gift straight to your DMs as a thank you.